Daily Biz Life Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Kukert, serial entrepreneur, business builder, and high-performance business coach. I will be bringing you exclusive interviews from powerhouse lady bosses and empowering guests on how to scale your business, add multiple revenue streams, and how to make an impact. I'm obsessed with empowering female entrepreneurs to become financially independent by growing a business they are passionate about. Get ready to uplift and empower, build your brand, and be the boss of your biz. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show today. I am so excited to um, introduce you to our guest for today's show. Judy Wiggins is actually an Allstate agent from Texas. Um, Many of you know that Allstate will forever and always be a piece of my heart because I was with them for 20 years. Um, I absolutely loved my role um, as an agent owner. And I, the biggest thing I think I miss about it now is being able to like fully engage with all these amazing leaders like Judy and, and all the other female um, business owners in the community. But I'm glad that I found like a way to like weasel my way back in. <laughs> so I can still, so I can still fill my people and my community and all of that. Um, so let me just read a little bit of information about Judy. So Judy Wiggins is an award-winning and recognized Allstate agency owner in the Houston area. She has been living the small business owner dream slash roller coaster ride. Isn't that true? Since November 2012, after leaving a 12-year teaching career, she owns two locations and currently employs nine people on her team. She loves collaborating with other small business owners, especially women-owned businesses, as we have our own unique challenges and strengths. She has been married to Michael for almost 13 years, and they have one son, Luke, who is eight. As a family, they love to travel, go for daily walks, and seek out adventures. She loves to to binge watch TV shows, read, run, and when she's in the mood, cook and bake. Judy also truly enjoys working in her community and being of service to others. So without further ado, Judy Wiggins, please take it away. Thank you. Thank you for hosting this, Casey, and asking me to come in. And thank you for all of you for watching. Um, it, it means a lot to me that you're taking some time out of your day to hear my story. So like Casey said, uh, in November 2012, I officially officially, officially, officially became a small business owner and an Allstate agent all in the same day. Um, I taught for 12 years before that and moving from, and I also had a baby that year. So I had a baby in March. I resigned in the summer. I went to training in September and then I opened up the agency or I actually purchased an agency, but I became the agency owner in November. So 2012 was a big year for me. It was a huge year. Um, to say that I was petrified would be the understatement of the century. Uh, my husband at the time worked with Allstate, not as an agency owner, but in a different capacity. And so um, when, when this opportunity came to me, it was, it, it was a huge opportunity that I, that I did not want to pass up. And I, did, I, I truly did not want to pass it up. But I also had very steady income being a teacher. Teachers, we don't make a lot of money, but it's steady income. And when you go to um, being an Allstate agency owner or a small business owner, you're straight commission, right? Straight commission, overhead, everything that goes along with that. So um, 
it, it was pretty daunting and scary. The company took a chance on me because I was his wife, which in some regards, um, I know that I could have done it on my own. I feel very confident I could have applied and, and done this on my own, but I do think it made it a little easier since there was a relationship. But then on the flip side of that, it was harder because there was a relationship. Many people at the time thought that I was going to be the pretty face of the agency. My name would be on the door. I would be the official agency owner, but that my husband was going to do all of the work. So as a woman and as a person, that just infuriated me because I know what I'm capable of. I know my strengths. And to have so many people think that I wasn't really an agent was really frustrating to me. So let me stop you right there. Everyone comments if that would light your yourself on fire to where you were going to prove everyone in the room wrong, let us know. Because that would definitely be something that I would completely be like, okay, here we go. Let's go. So comment, let us know. If that would set your soul on fire, let us know. Um, continue on, Judy. So, so when I was purchasing the agency, the previous agency owner had been an owner for 28 years. He had owned that book for 28 years. And if you know anything about Allstate, that means that he started in the Sears booth. He worked his way up. He started with zero policies and then built, built a business out of that that he later sold to me. So again, I'm, I'm replacing this man who had been an agent for so long and was so beloved. And, and for some customers, honestly, the fact that I was a woman was not what they wanted. But um, the advice that was given to me was don't screw it up. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what kind of advice is that to someone when they're purchasing a business? That shows that really there was not a whole lot of faith in me. That, um, that, that just blows my mind to this very day. Don't screw it up, Judy. So I took that very seriously because I also know that I knew nothing about insurance and I did not want to screw it up. I had never been a business owner. I, I had no insurance experience. Um, but I mean, I'm a smart person and I know what I'm doing. And, I, and if I don't know, I can figure it out and I can learn from others. Um, I went from being on a team of teachers to being very isolated as a business owner. And I feel like, um, and I've said this with several of my friends, being an entrepreneur is very, very lonely at times because all of the decisions fall on us. Um, we may have people that we can bounce things off of, but ultimately we have to make the decision and there's not, for some, there's not a lot of business owners that want to work with you. And when I first came on I, there, I don't know if it's just my area. I don't know if it was that time. I don't know if it was me, but there were not other agency owners who really wanted to collaborate with me. So I learned a lot from my team. I had four people that worked there and, um, and then I came on and I, we, we learned a lot together. They knew a lot about the insurance side of it. I knew a lot about running a business. So that was really helpful. Being, I'm a natural leader and having that natural ability was really helpful to me because, and going back to the title of this, failure is not an option. I can't tell you how many people said, well, if this doesn't work out for you, then you can always go back to teaching. Yes, I, ha I, had the, I have the degree, I have the credentials, that is a fallback, but I just invested so much money that failure is not an option for me. I'm, not only am I not going to screw this up, but I'm going to thrive and I'm going to be successful. And that was the attitude that I had. So um, 
over the years, uh, the, the first year, Allstate awards you um, different levels based on your production and everything like that. And so the very, I, I came in in November and in February, I found out that we had qualified for an award level. But of course it was, oh, well, Kevin did that. That was the previous owner. Kevin did that and you didn't screw it up. So good job. You, you get to go on this trip. Kudos to you. The next two years, my team and I hit the highest levels without any help from Kevin, who was a great agent, by the way. But he did not do that. My team and I did that. So that was very fulfilling. And it was, it was very nice to have some success early on because I feel like I needed that. I needed to know, I, I needed that boost of confidence because, again, when you're coming in brand new and you don't know what you're doing and you're learning as you go, it's nice to have some recognition during that time. So um, backtrack just a little bit. I'm the type of person where if I set a goal for something, and I'm not talking like a small goal, but I'm talking a legitimate goal that I'm really committed to, there is no stopping me. The timeline may change. I may have to, and then this, and being a business owner, you know this, you have to pivot and adapt all the time. So about three or four years to being in the agency, the company made a lot of changes, which made it harder for us to write business. If it's harder for us to write business and retain the business that we currently have, you're going to see a decline. And that was my first, oh my gosh, this is real. I can't, I can't, I, I cannot fail. So some agency owners during that time, they just took a step back. And, and they did not go for it, so to speak. Well, my team and I, we went for it. And one of the things that I had to do was, because here I had a team that was making base plus commissions. So their base is a, is a comfortable base, but their commissions is really where they want to earn money and, and where we all want to earn money. If the agency is making money, everyone in the office can make money. So I had to adjust compensation for them and give them other ways to reach their financial goals. Because if I had kept it the same, we, we, would have, um, we would not have been as successful. And I know that, Casey, I'm sure you remember those years when they really tightened underwriting. They had a lot of rate increases. And it was just, it, in the span of a month, we went from writing a lot of business and retaining it well to really having to struggle. And, and you're nodding your head over there like you remember that pretty well. Absolutely. And I think that I love how you're bringing this up, Judy, because it almost is like you can almost relate it to what's happening today. Like literally overnight for some people, not all, but for some people, myself included, I went from, you know, having several different things coming up to just wiped out, nothing like overnight. And I love listening to you because I think the common um, words that I'm hearing you say is as a business owner, this is for us all, you have to be adaptable. You have to be able to adjust your goals and get creative and pivot and move in directions and be pretty quick at it too. I mean, you can't just sit around in misery and, oh my God, what I'm going to do. It's like, okay, have your freak out moment, but then let's get to work. So I love that you're bringing this up, Judy. Absolutely. And one of the things that I want to add is I, I haven't been doing this for 20 years like you did or for, I, I feel like it's been seven and a half years for me. So seven and a half years is a good time to see some of the roller coaster ride that goes in there. 
but at the same time, it's, it's just so important to be able to make good, effective change throughout the entire time and not reactionary all the time. So a lot of what um, I do with the leadership side of this is just planting seeds and making small changes gradually. If I would have walked in on November 1st, 2012 and said, okay, this is what we're going to do today. And this is how I want to do it. And this is what it's going to be forever. I would have probably had the four people I had working for me quit because they're like, hold on a second, you know? So a lot of what I do is I make changes gradually, but, but when I do make a change, especially in regards to compensation, I want it to be able to sustain. I, I don't want to reinvent the wheel every year. I want to have, I want to make some changes that are effective and that last for a while. That doesn't mean that I won't make changes later on, but I'm not one of those people that just wants to constantly recreate things. Let's build on what we have. Let's, let's build on our strengths and continue to grow from there. So um, that leads me to another setback. You know, it's so hard when you, you constantly have um, obstacle after obstacle, but really that's what part of being a small business owner is all about. The first obstacle is just being the business owner and getting your business off the ground and being successful then, then I had the rate increases and the underwriting changes. Then I went and purchased a second location. And uh, I'm blessed that I was given the opportunity to do that. Um, I only have one child, but I hear when you have two children, the work doesn't double, it triples. And that's what I felt like as a small business owner to go from one to two. That was a huge jump for me. And probably it was done before I was really ready, but it forced me to be even more ready. And, and again, it takes time to, to grow that and to build the team because for a long time it was, I have two locations and they felt like they were um, two different teams and that's not what I wanted. So to bring them all together. And of course I have a great team that helps bring people together. I, I, there's no way I could do this on my own without building a great team and having strong leaders been within my agency. Um, and then, you know, things are going well with that. And then a hurricane comes. So uh, those of you who are not in the Houston area, Hurricane Harvey hit in late August, early September of 2017. And uh, I wrote this number down somewhere. Hold on a second. It flooded 154,170 homes in the Houston area. So to go from selling insurance to protect people, which we did a very good job of, my agency paid out like 16 million plus in claims between going on. Um, but now we have gone from a sales office to a claims office. We were receiving 500 plus inbound phone calls every day of how to manage this claim. This is my claim I need to file. This is what's going on. Can you help me with this? And it was like the saddest version of Groundhog's Day. You know, the um, Bill Murray movie where he keeps waking up and it's the same thing over and over. That's what it was like every single phone call in my agency. It was very difficult to to be so emotionally invested in what is happening with people without it completely draining you and it drained all of us. So again, here's another situation from a business mindset of, okay, I'm paying my team commissions to write more business, but we've just had this huge catastrophe. How are we going to write more business right now? So again, that was another time to take, take an opportunity to tweak some things. So because 
for me, I have to take care of my team. I want to take care of my team. If my team is successful and they're doing well, they're going to continue to take care of our customers, which is, which is what we need. Um, I, this is not a business where I could do it all on my own. Absolutely not. So again, we have business interruption. And during that time, I was a little more connected into the community. So I had some opportunities that I didn't have early on, or, or I had an opportunity, I guess, to get more exposure in my community because of the hurricane. Um, not that I ever want to capitalize on a situation, but I also want to be smart about decisions and remain relevant even in times of need. So um, soon before that, I had joined the Rotary Club and the Rotary Club was handing out checks. So I made sure that I was one of the people that was hand delivering checks to people who had been impacted by the flood, whether they were my customer or not. Um, we took waters out to people who were working in the neighborhoods. There was um, an organization that was collecting donations that needed a place to have the donations delivered, have them dropped off, have them sorted. So I opened up my agency for that. So we had a makeshift uh, donation center going on inside the agency at the same time as us continuing to run the business. So I used that as an opportunity to help my community and bring more awareness to who we were and how we were able to help. This, I feel like it's the same thing with the pandemic. Um, and that's kind of what I want to close with. We are in the most interesting times to me right now. Um, it, what has happened is unexplainable in my opinion. I don't, um, I would have never seen this coming without getting into my opinions on it. For small businesses, we are impacted and some would even call small businesses victims of COVID. Um, I have a friend of mine, her son lost his job and she calls him a victim of COVID because he's over one of the 20 million people that lost their job right now. My goal going into this and my goal still is to not lay off any of my team. I have nine people in the agency currently, and my goal is to not lose any of them. I, I don't want to, I don't want to have to lay someone off. I want to keep production going. So what that means is a lot of pivoting, a lot of adapting, and a lot of doing things a little differently. Um, I'm very much a team person. I think I've said this before. And so sometimes what I do is I bring scenarios to my team and, and we make the decision together. And that's what we did for the pandemic. We are lucky that we are able to work from home. Uh, we've had several people working from home, several people in the agency, not several, a couple of people in the agency, I should say. And now everybody's working from home currently. But that was a decision that we made as a team because it was, it's what was best for everyone. But we also made a commitment as a team that we are not going to fail during this time. We are going to keep our activity up. We are going to keep quoting. We are going to keep calling. We're going to keep closing. It may be harder for us, which it is, but we, we know if we do our activity, it will keep us going. So as the agency owner and as a business owner, I have to get creative as well. So I'm pretty involved in my community. I think I've said that before. So I'm still involved with the community, even though I'm at home because I, I'm not leaving the house very often. Um, uh, the Rotary Club, we are giving meal, we're purchasing meals from local restaurants 
and then giving them to people who have been impacted by the COVID crisis. So part of what I do is do a little background check to see if this is somebody, the application process to help them process all of that. And then occasionally I'll go out and hand out the meals. It gives me some face time with other people. And honestly, it's introduced me to people or solidified some relationships that I either didn't know before or didn't know as well before. So I'm helping my community and networking at the same time. Um, I'm doing networking similar to what you see here. You know, I uh, have some referral partners that I like to keep in touch with and want to keep in contact with. And so we do Zoom meetings. Um, some people I have never met before in my life, I have met over Zoom now. I just feel like I have to stay as relevant as possible in the current environment. So I'm also that person that's annoying on Facebook at the moment and posting all the time. And, and I overpost, overpost because my mom lives out of town. And so she can see pictures of my kid. And I also overpost for the business. And now I'm like really posting a lot. But a lot of what I'm posting is supporting other local businesses. Um, I, I have a friend who is a trainer and he is able to do Zooms with me and working out from home, which is actually better for me, I've learned and is going really, really well. But I try to take pictures of that and I tag him on Facebook because I want to support his business. If I go get takeout from a local restaurant, I want to support their business. One day I realized I was like head to toe in everything that I had either purchased from a small business owner or a product I was using of theirs. So I just went online and I just started tagging, you know, my, um, my toothpaste came from this person. My makeup came from this person. My earrings came from this person and just kept going and going and going. Um, I just feel like it's, it's such a good time for us to support other business owners. And I'm also a believer in givers gain. So if you give what you put out into the world, it will come back to you. So um, I would highly recommend whatever you're doing right now for your business, keep doing it, keep working because People will forget about us during this time unless they see us all the time. And Facebook or Instagram or social media is a huge place where people are right now that they nor they normally are on there, but not quite as much as they are now. Um, but just stay engaged, stay connected, because when we do come out of this and we will come out of this, they need to know who we are when they're ready to buy. Someone may not be ready to switch their auto insurance over to me today, but they have seen me and seen me and seen me and seen me. So when they are ready, they're going to give me that opportunity. And that's, that's pretty much all I have. Wow. Thank you, Judy. I hope like you guys tell us in comments, your biggest takeaways. I've got like a whole page of notes. Um, my goal this week is to take, to take one token from each speak, uh, speaker and install that into the way I'm doing business. So tell us your biggest takeaways from Judy. There's so many tokens like stay engaged, um, be present in your community. There's still ways to do that, even though it may not be, um, you know, in person. Um, lead and your stay connected with your teams. That was one thing I failed to mention. My team and I are on a Zoom call every morning at 9:45. Every morning, yeah. we we. Yeah, we I love that. I joke around because I have two locations and I'm out in the community a lot. So when we're in the office, there will be days that I will not see everybody. I'll see some people, but I won't see everybody. But lately I've seen every single person every day. So they see me more now than they did before, which is pretty entertaining. But 
my biggest takeaways that I would hope that I have gotten across well, and I hopefully got them across well, is that if you're going to commit to a goal and truly commit to a goal, do not accept failure as an option. Be able to pivot, be able to adapt, be able to regroup so that you can still reach your goal. Because we all know the, the meme of the entrepreneurship is like this. It's, it's not the steady incline from bottom to top. It is a roller coaster ride where some days are better, some months are other, some years are better. So I hope that that is what one of the biggest takeaways is as well. Just commit to it and do it. And if you need help, reach out because when I started, I didn't have a great um, community to help me. I don't mean community where I live. I mean business owner community to help me. And now I feel like I have found that. I found that through um, businesses in my community, but I've also found it online. I found it through Facebook groups, like the one that Casey has set up. I found it in Allstate Agency Owner Facebook groups. There's, there's a lot of people out there who do want to collaborate and who do want to help. And, and I'm one of those people too. And I, and I just thrive off of that. I, I, I'm so much more creative when I can bounce, it off, bounce off ideas with others. Oh, that is so important. And that's a huge, that's for me, I say that so many times during the week because it is, you can be so much more effective. You can actually voice it and hear yourself, you know, sometimes that like solves the problem right there when you can like hear yourself voice it to another person. Um, so yeah, thank you, Judy. I loved every single thing that you were saying. Um, I'm so proud of how far you've came from starting with four and going into, for those of you who do not know, insurance is a huge, huge male dominated industry. That's probably got some of my passion of empowering, you know, women business owners, but for you to start to going into this, um, there's no way she's going to probably make it. Let, I mean, let's get real. That's probably what they're thinking is that you're coming in, you know, you're taking over this team of four and you're just the wife with a pretty face. So for you to overcome all of those challenges and then here you are today as known as a huge leader among the agents and to have a team of nine and two different locations, that is an amazing accomplishment. So congratulations. And I just want to thank you again, Judy. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. I appreciate you welcoming me on here and, uh, you know, inspiring me to do this. This is my first time I've ever done this before. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you again, Judy. Thank you. Bye.